All right, Hoss, how you feeling? Well, I'm okay. I'm coughing a lot. Uh, I took some cough syrup a little while ago, but uh, my voice is about three octaves lower than it normally is. So I kind of have that, I have that lurch thing going on. Mm. Uh, so mm. <laughs> thankfully, the weekend's coming up because uh, probably in a couple of days, only dogs will be able to hear me. But uh, yeah, I'm doing all right. Yeah, let me hear you say you rang. You rang. That's it. See? That's it. Very lurchy. Very or good. Or Fetterman. Like yeah, well, <laughs> we got some on him that we can talk about. Where, uh, would, where would you like, let's do this different. Where would you like to start today? What are you thinking about this morning? I don't know. Uh, Marjorie Taylor Greene was a lot of fun yesterday. Okay. Uh, Eric Swall, what they're, they're doing this uh, hearing about the border, and, and they got Mayorkas out there, and she called him a liar, mm-hmm. uh, which was great fun. It's great TV. And then uh, Eric Swalwell, who should probably just shut up at this point and mm-hmm. not say anything to anybody about anything, starts coming down on her for selling merch, defund the, the FBI merch. Mm-hmm. Now, they all sell merch. <laughs> like, first off, they all sell merch, okay? You want to get an AOC sweatshirt, you can. Okay, so she's got merch. He's, he's, he's talking about how they need to, quote, elevate the rhetoric. And, and she goes after him and says that's quite entertaining from someone that had a sexual relationship with a Chinese spy, and everybody knows it. Mm-hmm. And it was great. I loved and and all. Oh my God, the 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 outrage and where's the decorum? Uh, he, you, you and I have talked about Geraldo. Geraldo was on the five, and he was kind of kind of saying the same thing. And it, it, the point being that anybody who has done even a cursory reading of American history understands that in the very early days of the House of Representatives and the Senate. We were more like the Brits in their parliament in that it was extraordinarily feisty and they would get extraordinarily personal and they would insult each other on a regular basis. So, uh, plus, it, it is kind of rich to hear folks who are having sex with Chinese spies outside of their marriage and a whole bunch of folks who are probably doing all kinds of morally corrupt stuff, and they don't like her tone. Oh, well. well <laughs> I think it's great. They wanted her we word more of that. <laughs> they wanted her words stricken from the record. And, yes. Um, and, and we actually have the sound of when she called Mayorkas a liar, and they lost their minds over that, too, and they wanted her words <laughs> stricken from, from that, too. They, they just want to, to strike her because she's telling the truth, and, and that is absolutely the truth. If you're going to arrest a 21-year-old guy who's in a National Guard and you want to put him in jail for sharing America's secrets <laughs> and, and posting uh, leaking secrets, right. then Eric Swalwell should be right there with him in the next cell because Eric Swalwell, bang, 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 was having a, a deal and was sleeping with and having a, a sexual relationship with a Chinese spy. You know, yeah, the, there's there's the something the about guy. that that's just not fair. If you got a 21 year old gamer Ugh. who has get, got this thing hung on his head uh, last Friday and locked up last Friday, and we haven't seen him since. I hope he's not Epstein and uh, and and this other and and Swalwell, who we know was sleeping with a Chinese spy. And so, yeah, it's quite all right if you call it out. And as far as what used to go on in our in our Congress back in the day, they'd have duels. They would oh, actually yeah. say, "Pick, choose your weapons." Sir. 15 paces, yes. They'd sack each other's houses. Oh, yeah, they, man. They would go into their houses and destroy everything. 
Right. That's you know. Could you imagine the, these wussies couldn't handle one day? No. In the original version of of the Congress, I no. mean, they really couldn't. If they're this sensitive, I. You know what? It, first off, they're used to running the narrative. They're used to this you, hanging this uh, decorum thing around people's necks, if you will. So they won't call them liars. They won't call them out for what they're actually doing. It's about time somebody started doing Absolutely. it. Got it on the record. Absolutely. <laughs> I think it's great. Well, the other thing that she did when she left the Treasury yesterday, and Nancy Mace, by the way, who is a Republican in name only, Nancy Mace, she said the exact same thing. Uh, these these Congress people are coming out of the Treasury where they're reading these suspicious activity reports from Hunter Biden and Joe Biden, and they're banking stuff. And they're all coming out and saying, first of all, it's a lot bigger than just Hunter and Joe. Now we're talking about multiple members of the Biden family with shell corporations to hide the amount of money that they're making from countries around the globe, not just China, but they've got an operation as the Biden crime family where money is flowing to them and all the other members of the Biden household and family, which is multiple people and people who are not in the Biden family, and they're running prostitution rings, they're running human Ugh. smuggling rings, they're running uh, hookers that, that Joe is wiring money to to uh, uh, to Hunter for, and all these things are going on, and they're all coming out and saying it. They're looking at the actual receipts from the banks now at the Treasury Department, and that's why Ted Cruz said yesterday Janet Yellen needs to release all of those suspicious activity reports to the public so we can see exactly what this Biden crime family's been up to. Yeah, well, that may be true, Trey, but she's selling bumper stickers, okay? Yeah, That's right. just wrong, man. Right. It's got to stop, man. <laughs> bumper stickers, dude. <laughs> How corrupt is that girl? You, you can, know, I mean, come on. You can sleep with a spy, <laughs> right? And, it, and, and you can <laughs> you run can human trafficking. He should be in jail, right? man. He shouldn't be anywhere near the House of Representatives. Well, if you've got a 21-year-old <laughs> who's sitting in jail, why isn't he? This makes no That's what I right. said about Joe last week. Remember, when that story broke, I said, go get Joe, because he... He had secrets all over his garage next to that stupid Corvette. Anyway. He had to be in jail, too. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Absolutely. But she's selling a bumper sticker, so that makes her oh, wrong. And they're just that, that just shows how upside down they are. Speaking of upside down, I don't know. We, yeah, I'm going to hold this till after the break. Okay. We want to talk about the licking game. You know, yeah. I, I have that on my list. That's been around for a couple of days. It's mm-hmm. one of those I just haven't. I don't think I've. I don't know if you have. I haven't gotten mm-hmm. to it. Yeah, I'm gonna talk about it. But my God, yeah. <laughs> Let's uh, take a quick break. We'll come back. The licking game with Ware and Rima coming up next. Who will blink first? Uh, that's coming up here. Okay. <laughs> How many licks? Okay, so let me tell you about BG products in your vehicle. BG in your vehicle will help your vehicle stay on the road and out of the shop. That's the whole point of BG products, you know. Uh, They've got the MOA that goes inside the crankcase. That's the best lubrication that you can possibly get. No, it's not an oil. That's not what it is. You still run oil in there. It's an additive that goes in with the oil, binds itself to the inside of the engine. You constantly always will have protection inside of your engine. That, That keeps it out of the shop. Same thing is true with their fuel injector cleaner their fuel system cleaner really because it cleans out the entire system including the the fuel injectors and gets all that gunk and that black stuff off of the the uh, the valves that cause the valves to stick and it robs your engine of horsepower but also robs you of fuel economy and what's the price of gas now gone up another 25 cents since monday mm-hmm. another 20 25 cents since monday so you want to do everything you can to protect yourself at the pump, and BG will do it. You don't buy it off the shelf. When you have your oil changed, just ask the guy who's changing the oil to do the BG service. BGfindashop.com. 
Cloudy today, thunderstorm possible in 82, cloudy tomorrow in 87, and sunny and nice on Saturday around 80. Right now, 71, KTSF. Good morning. We're still working a few trouble spots. at state. <laughs> but we talk about how when we give these stories, they are indicative of our culture, which is in a moral decline uh, across the country. And all you got to do is look and you can see. I mean, there's no doubt about what's going on morally to the United States. Uh, the, the the things that we held uh, so true and, and self-evident in the past that you were supposed to be a good person, you know, be a nice person, take care of other people and all that kind of That's all gone now. When, when you're hitting cops in the back of the head with glass bottles and stuff like that, uh, you and you have kids running all over um, Chicago uh, as aliens and, and, and never having to face any consequences. Where does it all start? Well, it starts primarily in public education in America. Now, there are some decent people in public education. I have friends and family members, and I love them dearly, who are in public education. They're good folks. But they are the exception these days. It used to be that the good people in public education were the rule, but that's upside down now. The good people are the exception. And this is a this story is an indicator of not only public education, but our entire uh, culture these days. In Washington State, Desert Hills Middle School, Kennewick, they did the licking game. And the I did, licking game. The, the licking game. And I, and I, I encourage people, I was talking about this morning, Sean, on the 5 show, uh, five to 7 show, because I was, I was encouraging people to go watch it. So what it is is they, they get some plexiglass, and they frame it with 2 by 4s and they put it in the gym, and they cover it with marshmallow stuff on both sides. And people come up, and they lick the marshmallow stuff at the same time uh, uh, opposite of each other uh, through, the, <laughs> through the plexiglass. So you've got an adult on one side, a teacher, a coach, or something like that, administrator, whatever. And on the other side, you've got a kid. And they're licking each other through they, the plexiglass. They're, right? they're licking. They put like a squirt of whipped cream on either side marshmallow. at marshmallow. the same place. Marshmallow, marshmallow cream. Marshmallow. Yeah, marshmallow cream. And, and they come up and they lick it off. Right. Right. They're on either side of the glass Correct. facing each other. Correct. Lick. I, I don't know. Where the hell did this come from? Well, man? it came I mean, from public education. Even... That's where it came I from. I know, but how does how does, how does this, does this go through so many adults? Well. And nobody says, hey, wow, this is really creepy. Yeah. <laughs> well, I got nothing on this, man. When I you're trying to normalize sex, uh, ch- uh, adult sex with children, this is what you do because they're on they're opposite of each other, and it's like they're French kissing through the glass. Now, here's a couple oh, of here's, yeah, I know, and here's a couple of points I'd like to point out about it. Number one is what happened to the pandemic because they got a line of people on both sides and they're licking in the same <laughs> spot. So you're licking. So- I'm sorry to be so graphic. You're licking somebody no, else's spit. Truth of it, you're licking somebody else's spit. <laughs> don't get it. Okay. Man. So what happened to the pandemic and six feet apart and all that? Okay, first of all, that's the... Second of all, no terminations, no suspension of personnel, just basically from the school. We're sorry, now go away and leave us alone. Well, yeah, and the superintendent is like, well, that's really icky, but it was, it had, they had good intentions. And I'm looking at all this stuff going, no, wait a minute. First off, somebody had, I've never heard of this before in my life. No. So somebody had to, adults, mm-hmm. had to freaking conceive of this. And then they had to go construct a thing. Mm-hmm. You're not going to go down to the five bucks and under store and get a licking glass. Do you know what I mean? You, you had, they had to make this. Mm-hmm. They That's had right. to construct, get wood and plexiglass and make this thing mm-hmm. so they can lick marshmallow cream off of freaking plexiglass across my kid. Mm-hmm. That's right. How in, in God's green earth did it even get beyond the planning stage? Yep. 
These are adults, man. Well, I can understand in a sense from their perspective. Okay, you want more trannies in the world, so we're going to start talking to kids about transgenderism. But where in the hell did this come from, man? Well, and this is this is the point is is when you watch the video and you listen to what's going on in the video, and it's one of those chaotic things with lots of noise, so you got to listen. But you hear kids, not adults. Kids, kids, yeah, kids are going, this is so wrong. I can't believe this is going on. Why are you doing this? Stop, stop. The kids are saying that. The adults are all wrapped up in it. The adults are having a great time. The principal pulls out the phone, and the principal is recording Uh, it on video. Oh, yeah. Thought it was (laughs) great. adorable. Um, How did this make it through so many adults? To actuality, I mean, I just, this is a head-scratcher. I I don't, I I mean, I can, again, you can sort of trace a lot of the other stuff back to a nefarious purpose of grooming and stuff like this. But my God, man, I I just don't, I don't know where in the hell this came from. This is so bizarre on just about every level. You're licking, not not one adult in the entire discussion said... Hey, getting kids to lick marshmallow marshmallow cream off a of plexiglass is probably not a good idea. It went through every adult with an okay. Yeah, right. In that school. That's correct. I and, mean, holy crap. And man. again, I'd like to point out that they were licking in the same place. Now they had yes. f- four streams of of marshmallow on there. You're- but if you watch the video, you had a line, and when it was your turn, you went up there and you licked where the guy in front of you licked. Uh, and so you're yeah. licking his spit. I'm not making that up. Not being hyper, but you could see it for yourself. And how unclean and unsanitary is that? You're licking where somebody else just licked. And these are the same people that lost their minds that, that locked those same kids up in school right. at home two years ago. The same people. Oh, no, you can't breathe on each other, but you can lick, lick their spit. Um, yeah, while a fully grown adult is on the other side yeah. of the glass with their tongue out yeah. right in the same spot where you're licking. Oh, I mean, yeah. It's basically French kissing right. separated by a plexiglass. Yep. I mean... Good Lord, man. I don't, I don't even know what to say about that. Well, this. it's, it's kind of like the whole drag queen thing. They bring in drag queens, and the drag queens <laughs> put kids in the uh, chair in the middle of the room and do a strip tease on the kids, and that got through adults in the school system as well. It still does. Those still happen across America. Uh, and, and you have supposed adults who are saying, yes, that's a great idea. Let's do more of that. And, and my question is, where's daddy? So, so I can only imagine what my response would be if I found out this was happening at one of my kids' school. They're going to be an ass kicking in Texas down at the schoolyard because I'm going to go stand on somebody's desk and I, I want a full account. I want to know what the hell these people are thinking and why they were doing this. Where are the daddies in Washington? Why didn't they show up down there at the school? I, I, I don't know. You know, I'm, I'm, even if you read the articles, I've read a few on this thing. Uh, it's mostly the moms who are complaining because yeah, if that where if my kid were that age and were this I found out about this I'd be kicking some ass yeah too. I mean my it's I that's what's so perplexing about it again even with the lap dances I know this sounds bizarre but in this upside down world you know you still can be a little relative I mean you you could trace the the lap dancing as the the furthest extreme of having a drag show at a at a freaking elementary school or a middle school it doesn't mean it's right or not equally as bizarre but you could trace the behavior. This just comes out of left field. I don't, you know, some, again, they had to think this through. I, I, I didn't do a Google search on it because I'm, I'm afraid of what will come up. But I, I would submit to you that they, they just invented this. 
This, you know, of course where, where they sit there going, yeah. hey, how do we get our tongues out as close to the kids as possible? Hey, I got an idea. A, a, a wall of plexiglass with whipped cream on it or whatever mm-hmm. the hell. Yeah. They had to envision this. Right. They had to create this. And I, you know, there, I don't, I would suspect there's no precedent for this. There's no, I mean, is a licking game, is that a thing people do? Is that know. a thing adults do? I, no, I have no, no, no idea. No, no. I've it's, never heard of this no, before I've, in my I've got, life. I've got friends and we've never sat around and said, hey, why don't we build something and it's lick cool. each other through the, <laughs> through the glass? That's just, yo, know, come on. Who does that? Well, I'll tell you who does it. Anybody, and it, I don't know if it's in the, you know, if there's one of these crazy, uh, adult children, uh, sexual things that they're, the UN is approving now and children and adults can now have sex. I don't know if it's in their manual on how to normalize adult and child sex, but that's a real deal. That's going on in the world. The UN oh, yeah. is pushing yeah. this now and they want to normalize and they want to give kids, young kids, little kids, the okay to say yes to adults to have sex. And I don't know if this is meant to, to normalize that like the, like the drag queen thing is. But here's my question. Again, back to where's daddy? Why isn't daddy standing on a desk of the principal down there demanding some answers? But, but number two, uh, when you think about this, what does this have to do with education? You know, what, what does I any of this? Know. Drag queens, licking contests. I don't get it. What does it have to do with education? I don't get it, you know, and 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 it, it, it. I think from the point of view of the architects of the great evil plot, it really is about upsetting people. It's just really about because you're doing everything possible to upset people and enrage people. Okay, if if this were really about the trans community or you know lifting people up out of the shadows or what have you, they wouldn't be doing any of this because you know what. I, I, I until it got to the bathroom stage, nobody gave a crap about queens and and transgendered people and how they live. Nobody cared. It wasn't even a national discussion. Okay, I we've all known folks who have lived in our in years past who have chosen that lifestyle, and nobody gave a crap. Nobody gave a crap until until they started started insisting that everybody else validate everything they say, and they started messing with the kids. Yeah. Okay, once they once they started down that road, right. okay, they have incurred the rage and the hatred of a lot of people, and you know what? I'm one of them. Yeah. This is sick, man. All it's right. just freaking sick. Quick break for the bottom of the hour news. More Warren Rima coming up. Lifestyles Unlimited is financial freedom for you. That's financialfreedomlivestream.com. Financial freedom for you and for your family, and could be financial freedom for your family for many, many years. Uh, why do I say that? Well, when you start investing in real estate, adding real estate to your portfolio, it's a smart thing to do. People always need a place to live, and your friends at Lifestyles Unlimited Financial Freedom will teach you how to get to your financial freedom, get that brass ring, that gold ring by uh, by uh, getting in with their mentoring program they're going to teach you how to compound the properties that you own how to arrange the financing for those properties how to fix those properties and, and buy sell and trade so that you can get to a point where you can retire in five years or less they do it for people all the time i personally know people who have done it i've done the course myself and i love it these are great people at Lifestyles Unlimited. I hope you'll sign up today. Financialfreedomlivestream.com. Be sure you use my name as your promo code because there's all kind of discounts if you do. Financialfreedomlivestream.com. Where? W-A-R-E. Upgrade your home comfort with a carrier air con- Yes. And at our next event down here in the Alamo Lounge, it'll be Wear and Rhyme a Licking Game. So we'll have details. We're going to roll out the licking game, That's you right. and I. We'll uh, <laughs> we'll let you know when we're going to do that down in the Alamo Lounge, and uh, and you can come in and 
Lick with Warren Rima. Woo! Lick. We're going to use Miracle Whip, though, instead of marshmallow cream. Yeah. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> hey, what, what else is on your list this morning, anyway? I, you know, I got something that's been on my brain for a couple of days, and it's, it's uh, more a question. Uh, I, I, I saw it on Fox and Friends, I think, a few days ago, or, or one of the shows, and I, don't, I think Riccardi was talking about it, too, about a new phenomenon that people are picking up on called data hoarding. Where you don't delete anything, you keep all of your pictures. In fact, they were talking about it on talking about it on uh, I think Gutfeld or the Five yesterday, where you're you're terrified of deleting a single email, or you keep every single image on your phone on your computer, and it's kind of a fascinating question because I don't. My wife and I are kind of the even split on this, and that my wife probably still has the text that I sent her when we first met ten years ago. <laughs> she keeps everything. I I delete stuff so routinely and so much that I'll delete a conversation on my phone and then forget about it, and then somebody responds a couple of days later, and I have no idea what they're talking about because I've already deleted it. I delete things constantly. Are you a, are you a data hoarder, or do you do you go through and kind of clean stuff? Out? No, I, I clean stuff out as I go along, but I do have a lot of emails that I've you know th- over the years because I, I do sometimes have to go back and say now what 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 did that person say then, and I have to search right. for it and, and call it up. And the same is true with text. I go through maybe once every cu- couple of months and clean out all my texts and stuff like that. You know, it's interesting you bring that up because uh, Matt Walsh over at the Daily uh, Wire is going through a deal right now. And, in fact, several of the Daily Wire people uh, were hacked severely uh, in a severe hack from the Democrat left yesterday who Mm -hmm. want to destroy him, obviously, destroy the Daily Wire, destroy Michael Knowles, all these people that are over at the Daily Wire doing such great work. And they have gone back and they have dug up now through the hack 20 years of – of Matt Walsh's info. He said, my entire life is there. You know, ba- basically, everything is there. and th- Because they hacked into his phone as well as the server that had his oh, email. Man. Yeah, oh yeah. Right. And, right. And, and so there's, there's probably stuff from 20 years ago that neither one of us w- want out there, or, or Matt doesn't want out there, or whatever. But these are felonies. If you're doing that, it's, it's a felonious crime, and you will go to jail, and the Daily Wire folks have the resources to hunt you down and bring you to justice, and that's exactly what they're going to do. So the, the thing is, man, even if you, if, if you get rid of it on your device, it's still there. It still exists. I know, but it's, it's my mind needs to be clear of it. I'm with you, brother. <laughs> this I'm is why, you. like, in, in my life, you know, I, I, you know, there are people who collect, who, who keep everything, and no, I'm with me. You. Yeah. About twice a year, I go through just my, my own crap and clothing, and I get rid of most, you know, like right. two-thirds of it. Yep. Because it just annoys me knowing it's there. It's the same thing with, with texts and emails. Yeah. It just anno- annoys me knowing that they're there, well, yeah. and I have to sift through them to get to the new ones. Well, uh. What gets me and what I what I just can't stand, and I'm not really OCD. I'm really not. Right. But I, you know, I like to have. Well, well, like I work. You see how I work. I've got one pile, and right. and my my sharpie and my highlighters in a specific place. Right. But that's <laughs> right. that's because when I'm in here, I'm working, and I got to be able to get to stuff without looking for it. Right. I got to find right. it right now and get it get get to it. Right. So that's the, I'm real organized there, but I cannot stand. This may may be OCD. I don't know. I cannot stand the red dot on my phone. If the red, the notification dot, <laughs> if the red dot with the right, number right. shows up on my phone, I gotta go right then, and I've got yeah. to find out what the red dot means, who sent me what, and then I gotta clear it. I can't. You look at my phone right now. There are no red dots because I promise you, while we're talking right now, 
right now. If a red dot shows up, I'm getting rid of it. I'm going to find out right. what's, who's going, who's doing what. <laughs> I just clear out all the notices so I can't see them. I, I just, I don't want to be bothered. Yeah. It annoys me. My phone, my phone annoys me. You know, people call me. It annoys me. When I get little messages. It annoys me. You know, so I'm. I just no. I I get rid of crap as much as possible. But <laughs> I've I've never had a problem throwing stuff away. You know, I just don't. No, I mean, not at all. You know what? And I I figured this out as I've gone through life. That really, when it comes down to it, the memory attached to the thing is with you forever, whatever it may be. So just holding on to stuff, just to hold on to stuff, is you know just not my trip. So well, I, I, I will. I, same I will thing admit, with uh, digital. I, I, I agree with that, but I will admit I have sentimental stuff from the kiddos and uh, my sure. dad and stuff that I, uh, you know, it it took me. It took let's see uh, this this month it'll be nine years that Justin's gone and fourteen mm. years that Rebecca's gone. Mm. Wow, can you believe Elaine? That's fourteen nine years. Nine years, yeah, right. Yeah, for, you're right. Wow. Mm. So anyway, uh, you know, holding on to like their blue jeans and right stuff like that. You know, I I did. I held on to clothing for the. I, we sure. we now have passed all that stuff on, but to people who could use it. But it's hard to part with stuff like that. Other stuff like my own. I just did a just this week. It's funny you bring this up because this week I got one of those gigantic trash bag, like a leaf trash bag, and right. I went through my my closet and everything went in there to go to go to ministries for for clothing. I, I, that's great. See, I just I love doing that. To me, there's nothing more fun in a sense than just taking a big bag of crap and getting rid of it, whether you donate it yeah. or you throw it away. I have to be careful though, because my wife is OCD and she'll follow behind me. And if she gets into the bag, she'll start pulling stuff out. Like, why are you throwing this away? I'm like, no, I must throw it away. Yeah. So, <laughs> so when I take my big bag out to be just you know thrown away, or I usually just try to do it when she's not around because uh, she she likes to keep stuff. Well, she's like my mother-in-law. My, my mother-in-law yeah. the same way. She she has the Texaco Star glasses from 1972. The Texaco <laughs> rid them at an IH35 when you'd get your green stamps, H&R, H&S green stamps, and you would go and trade those in, and you get the little glass from, from Texaco. And She had all that stuff. And when wow. we moved her about five or six years ago, we moved her from the home she was in to a new home. <laughs> we went through all that stuff at the home she was in. And right. Sean, I, I I never I'll never forget the look on her face. I was going through her spice cabinet and I found some of the old McCormick spices. Oh my god! In the tins, in the tin, <laughs> the tin wow. from like nineteen seventy, seventy one, seventy two. Cinnamon and right. parsley, sage, rosemary, thyme, all that kind. Of, and, and and I was taking those tins and I'm walking over the trash can and the look in her eye, tears like started to well up in her eyes. Wow. I'm going to throw these McCormick tins away. No. <laughs> <laughs> but you know what that is? You know what that is? Because my mom was the same way. Those right. those are people who came through the Depression, and they well, didn't get yeah. rid of nothing, man. They, got they didn't get rid of nothing. No. They recycled every. Talk yeah. about recycling. I mean, yeah. they recycled everything. Yeah. They were very, uh, you know, plucky people in that regard. Yeah. Because you know, they, they learned the hard way, you know. Mm-hmm. I'm just kind of the inversion of that. that I just want to get, get rid of everything. You know? my, my mama, she would send you back into a room to close the light off, turn the light off, because that's what <laughs> right. depression people did. You didn't leave right. a light on. You, if you, you know, you left the room, you turned the light. You're and wasted, so, being wasteful. I'm a, I, I am a light Nazi baby. Don Gates, get over there and turn that light off. Turn it. Or, or I just, I don't even tell Nancy anymore because she'll leave the room with the light on, and I'll just go over and turn it off. <laughs> See, I'm the, I'm the Nancy in this situation because my wife and I are the same in that she's always turning lights off because she wants to save the money, right? If you're not sure. in the room, don't have the light on. Uh-huh. Whereas I can't stand gloominess. I know this may sound strange what? coming from me because I'm so dark. What? But I, I hate sitting in the in the dark. I got to have lights on. <laughs> I, I like light. 
I don't like gloom, okay? Ah. But like my family unit will sit in the dark and oh, watch no. TV and I I'll come home from work nah. and, and I just see everybody by the light of their phones. Yeah. <laughs> no, I won't do that, but if but if if nobody's in that room, I'll I'll turn that light off. You know, if right. you're if you're not in there, you don't need the light on. Anyway, quick. Yeah, break. but I might be in there, Trey. I might be in there. <laughs> in the and I want light when I go in there. I got I want I want the light waiting for me. <laughs> Back in a minute, more wearing rhyme at KTSA. Your joints are talking to you, right? <laughs> Good one. But we can fool most of the people all the time. Huh? All right. That's right. <laughs> what day is it anyway? Huh? Well, it's April 20th. And uh, before I get to the big one, <laughs> here, here are the little ones. It's Chinese Language Day. So, uh, which is actually, you know, learning Mandarin is probably a good idea yeah. right about now because you're, we're all going to be speaking it one way or the other. Get that Rosetta Stone rolling. This one's a little mystifying. It's Lima Bean Respect Day. Mm-hmm. Special I hate bean. lima beans. Yeah. I hate them. They're just icky. I do, too. They're icky, Nothing Trey. good they're about it. Well, they don't, they don't There's serve nothing no purpose. good about a lima bean. They don't serve huh? a purpose. They don't serve a no, purpose. No, they serve no bean right. purpose whatsoever. Nah. National uh, Ask an Atheist Day. <laughs> I don't know what the hell you're going to ask him. <laughs> uh, How you feeling? You know, I don't know. <laughs> right. How's God? How's God talking? How's that God you don't believe in mm-hmm. treating you? Yeah. Uh, and finally, well, before the big one, it's National Cheddar Fries Day. Okay. Which kind of plays into the big one. Mm-hmm. You, you might want some cheddar fries because it's also 420, which is National Pot Smoking or Intergalactic Pot Smoking Day. Mm-hmm. You know, I have to be honest with you. My opinions have evolved. I've always kind of prided myself on, you know, I don't statically cling to a certain idea beyond all reason and if i'm also being fair i don't smoke pot mm-hmm. anymore right uh, i do uh I, i've told i've talked about it on the air that i do some cbd stuff it's perfectly legal and uh-huh. it's actually really helped me out with a couple of issues right but i'm not into the marijuana world and i i at this point and not that i wouldn't want to be or if it wasn't legalized i wouldn't smoke it again of course i would which brings me to my point. If you legalize it, people do do more of it. And the one thing that I've had to accept as a reality of legalizing marijuana is that in the places where you do it, the town goes to hell. Sure stinks. Um, sure Denver stinks. was a fairly benign you know, city. There wasn't much of a culture there, but mm-hmm. it wasn't overtly... Uh, right. Uh, there was really not much. It, it was, a fi- it was right. safe enough, right. you know. There was no. There was you could go downtown mm-hmm. to Denver and mm-hmm. walk around and pretty much be okay. Right, right. And once uh, the legalization happened, which had happened in Denver first before it went statewide, you know, suddenly you got more homeless people. You got people doing hard drugs all around you. Mm-hmm. Within a year, I would say the town really just went to hell. Mm-hmm. And the only thing that changed was a legal legalization of weed, which opened the door for all this other stuff. You know, Vegas so is the you same sort of way. Have to accept that. Yeah, uh, Los Angeles, uh, San Francisco, Seattle. They openly walk around on the streets just like people would walk around with cigarettes right. in the seventies on the streets. They're walking around with uh, with doobies, uh, blowing and going where, wherever they are. And yes, you do see a, a major change. I, I think what happens is I'm not I'm not so sure. How much of that has to do with the legalization of the pot, although I'm sure some of it does, but what also comes along is like we're d- discussing here with Prop A, 
a lot of this is all rolled together, and so when you legalize the pot, you also go soft on crime. Those kind of go hand in hand. And so the next thing you know, you may have additional crime, and some of it certainly is attributable to the pot, but also now you've gone soft on crime. Now you're doing sight and release. Now you're doing the, the easy stuff on, on criminals, and they just move in. And remember what I always say, you get more of what you reward. And if you're giving them a shot, man, you give them a chance to do it, then they're going to take that shot, and you're going to see crime go up. You're going to see the homelessness go up and all the other crap you just described happens well, everywhere. yeah but i mean there wasn't any of that site and release stuff going on in denver when they legalized weed i mean this was almost 20 years ago or 15 years ago no but they, what they, i was they, what i was saying is they go a lot of times when they do these charter amendments and they legalize weed they'll go soft on crime at the same time so you you have the yeah, two, now, two things but I'm, yeah right right yeah um but, but uh the legalization of the weed i think inherently is going to open you up to stuff and it's not that i'm still not pro legalization like i said if it were legal tomorrow i'd smoke it but you can't really deny the reality of where this has been done what the impact has been you see the town in which it happened you see it you can't act like that's not happening no way (laughs) just because you want legal weed you see it yeah Yeah. you know because denver's a mess right now Mm -hmm. it's it's like i said it's been about 15 years and uh so i you know I'm kind of I'm I've kind of taken myself out of that whole fight, man, out of that whole conversation because I I'm kind of on the fence, right? Because I do the CBD, but that's legal. Don't really have a need for the other kind, but if I wanted it, I'm sure I could get it. It's almost like the illegality of it kind of contains it, if that makes sense. Well, and you have you know it's a, it's a, a much deeper discussion than we can handle in 30 seconds here that we have left in this hour. But you have all there's all kinds of other implications that come along with it when you legalize it, right? So there's all right. kinds of things that are that are connected with it in uh, in different ways that that do change the atmosphere. You get off the airplane now in Las Vegas and you smell it. You go into the <laughs> casinos and they're not supposed to smoke in the casinos, but you smell it. And the sure. same is true. I was in Seattle uh, just last summer. And you can walk down the street, and you smell the smell of it all over the streets, man. It's like being at a Giant Willie concert in 1974 in Abbott, Texas, because I was there. I remember it well. (laughs) Right, right. (laughs) Rock on. We'll take a quick break. More wearing rhyme and coming up, KTSA. Words are important. They're also dangerous. The old... Would you do me a favor? Sure. Would you spell out the number eight as if you were going to write it? Spell it out for me. Eight. E I G H T. <laughs> Can you do that one more time? E I G H T. Nope, you got it wrong, sir. Let's listen to the president. He got it right. We have a thousand billionaires in America. You know the average tax rate they pay? Eight. E I G H percent. E I G H. They pay A, man. They pay A. They pay A, baby. They pay A, man. Well, you know, he's in San Antonio. It's A. Hey, man, it's A. It's A, man. You got A, man. It's A, man. It's seven. That's A. He uh, he's now not completing words. It won't be long before he won't be speaking words, much less completing them. You know what I mean? At some point, you mm-hmm. know, maybe they're trying to work this AI thing uh, a little quickly so they can just recreate him, sure, you know, and shave about ten years off. Because uh, he's he's going to become unpresentable at some point. Well, he already is. <laughs> you know, at some point, yeah, at he some already. point, even they will have to keep him out of sight. Mostly, that's what they're doing. They're trying because it's awful, man. He is obviously in uh, in some kind of down arc mm, no uh, with his decline, and uh, it's getting worse. Eh? <laughs> so we talk about uh, a lot of stuff that's going on in our world um, concerning the wokeness of the world and what these woke companies have done and what's what, what's happening to them. You know, a lot of them are now having to fire people because you go woke, you go broke. Uh, Meta 
yesterday they started their you know latest round of firings now they're up to 22,000 in less than a year that that Meta which is Facebook and uh, you know affiliated organizations right. have fired we heard from Elon he fired 80% of Twitter staff 80% you know time to hit the road baby so uh, I want to talk about uh, a little bit about Florida and about Disney uh, but but first let me start with our own ABC and uh, but they're just they're inexcusable at this point. ABC is inexcusable at this point. This morning on their television, they were showing that Florida expands the "Don't Say Gay" rules. Oh come on! So and they said it exactly like that, and it will uh. apply to all grades except health class, sexual orientation, gender, transgender through twelfth grade. They will not be allowed to be to be spoken. Uh, there is no such thing as don't say gay. And, and Sean, no. here's the problem. I've, I've got a friend in Colorado, too, who sent me a note the other day, a far leftist liberal nut job, who sent me a note the other day. He said, Ron DeSantis passed a law called the don't say gay. You can't say gay in, in, uh, in, in Florida. You can't say that word in Florida. You can't say gay in Florida. I'm like, you, you just, you just dumb. you just dumb as a rock. Um, so, so ABC, though, is perpetuating that by saying that that's what the rule is called. <laughs> sure. ABC. Oh no, I, I I got you know I got a lot of friends I grew up with and and, and folks so I I either see their messages or I see their posts and they just they they just run they just run with that idea that this law doesn't say you can't say gay the the law says if I'm correct that you can't have uh, conversations with minor students uh, of a certain age group uh, about sex stuff at all uh, and you can't talk to them about alternative lifestyles you can't it, it, you can't have those conversations doesn't say anything about you can't say gay they completely contrived that it's it's a complete lie but they just run if you're a moron and, and you you always got to be right like these morons always do they just run with it they don't look they don't investigate in any way shape or form they get their whole world view from the view and so they it's it's the don't say gay law it's so pathetic well the man. democrats made that up like they did assault they weapon. made it there's up, no yes. such thing as assault weapon they made up don't say gay it's total p- a political uh hammer right. to hit republicans and ron DeSantis over the head with and so but it, for for abc to actually be calling it that is not journalism that's that's what you call a lie that's what you call propaganda and that's what abc is now let's talk about abc because abc is disney right okay right so disney dovetails into this story in that disney's the one that when ron DeSantis actually it was the people of of florida who came to uh the legislature in florida and said we shouldn't be teaching transgenderism drag queen story hour and all this other stuff to children that are four five six eight ten years old and ron DeSantis said you're right and so it started the way it should be started parents were upset with it and they wanted that stuff out of the classroom so the legislature wrote a bill ron DeSantis signed it into law and here comes disney and disney says no no we we think you ought to be teaching this stuff to kids we believe in this you ought to be shoving it down their throats they ought to be taught transgenderism and drag queen story hour and all that this was all coming from disney so DeSantis says to Disney, that little Reedy Creek thing that you've had for five years, for 50 years, we're going to take that away. And right. uh, you're, you're not, because, you know, they've had a sweet deal on the ground in, in, in Florida because it was marshland 
uh, Walt Disney came in to develop it, and uh, Florida said, please, and yes, you don't have to pay taxes, and you can do you can run your own country in the middle of Florida, which is what they've been doing. And DeSantis said, we're going to take that away from you because you're meddling where you shouldn't be meddling. Right. And uh, if you want to do that, then you need to be a tax-paying entity. So anyway, um, it, it comes down to the time when they're supposed to put the new state-run board in instead of their own Disney board to oversee what they're doing. And the new, uh, new re-again, retreaded uh, CEO of Disney, Bob Iger, he goes around the law and puts in or ignores the, the state board and goes with his own board down in, uh, at Disney World in, in Florida. So the governor says, okay, tell you what we might do. We might build some prisons right <laughs> next to the entrance of Disney World. He's been hyperbolic, but I say do it. Build it, start it, right? You know what? If you want to turn Disney around and change their attitude about a lot of this crap, start turning dirt there for a future site of a state prison. They'll get their act together in a hurry. No, then they would just argue for a program to build a trans prison right next to it where all the trans, you know, where, where all the trannies could go. I, I don't know. The, the whole thing is... The the whole thing with Disney and this this woke stuff. I mean, the the schism between DeSantis and the state of Florida. Uh, he, he, who couldn't see that coming? You know, Disney is full bore, and ABC along with them on this woke stuff. It's it's a weird obsession that the company, and you've told me this before, has been infiltrated like a lot of them have been. Absolutely. By these young woke activists like this chick over at Bud Light. Absolutely. And it's changed the direction, and, and they're terrified of being unwoke. And, and, and for some bizarre reason, they're not paying any attention to the business models or the business results or the corporate uh, results of, of how this stuff affects their customer base right? and how they react. And, and the fact that, they, that they're railing against a law that prevents grown-ass adults from talking to four-year-olds and five-year-olds about gender stuff and drag queen stuff is absurd. Totally. You're, if you're the educators and, or if you're Disney and you're the great protectors of the family and you're there about kids and magic and all this stuff, you ought to be the first in line protecting kids. Absolutely. Yeah. Not uh, the opposite. That company began in the 1920s under Walt Disney and the whole idea was the nuclear traditional family yes. to have entertainment. And that's what they've done all these years until recently when they were infiltrated by a bunch of tranny nutjobs and they're they're t trying to yank the country, uh, the, the company that direction, and you're right. It has cost them 44 percent in their stock this year alone, and this gets to the story of firing people. They're going to lay off thousands of employees yeah. starting next week. They'll start with ESPN and ABC. They're already moving some of the top executives and on-air talent from ABC down to like grunt work, rank and file work. Right. So that'll be good. Maybe this overnight guy will get it, and he'll have to. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe he'll work in the mailroom. Uh, he's horrible. Uh, Richard yes, Cantu. He he's horrible. He is. Really. He is. But they're also going to fire about 7,000 other workers, and I'm sorry about that. I, you know, And then they've got more firings to come. Bottom line is, that great phrase, you go woke and you go broke, baby. Well, it's true, and Bud Light, again, was a real watershed moment. I mean, everybody in corporate America ought to look at Bud Light. The, the, you know, a, an action, a choice by Bud Light, a marketing choice, which really didn't affect anybody. I mean, nobody got, no, these beer cans weren't on the shelves, okay? The, 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 nobody had to worry about a tranny on their Bud Light. But it was the idea of it. It Correct. was the idea that you think so little of the majority of the people who buy your product. More majority of people you, in the country. 
majority of the people in the country who are just sick of this crap. Yeah. You think so little of them that you're going to hold this tiny-ass little community above everybody else. And we're, you know what? We're going to be anti-Bud Light. We're going we're to show you what we think about that. And, and uh, you know, again, it, it, a lot of these young, uh, woke activists who, who have infiltrated, infiltrated corporate America, these are the very same people that were indoctrinated into the, in, the, in that public education system that you and I talk about all the time. Well, so yeah. they don't see it. They're mystified why people are reacting this way. It must be out of hate. Well, and there's no way to win this one, you know. Bud Light, no. Bud Light, I, I, you know, they they could be trying to to purposefully ruin the brand so they can rebuild it to something else. Corporations have done that before, but over here at Disney, they're trying to rebuild from a terrible time from when they did go woke and people did leave and people quit buying their right. Disney Plus. Nobody wanted to see, you know, a guy dressed as a girl making out with a girl oh, or a guy on Disney Plus of all things Ugh. as two thirteen year olds. You know, twelve-year-olds having a gay kiss. One of them dressed up and you know, the whole. <laughs> right. No, that's what they're doing, and people were no, canceling. People were canceling Disney Plus like crazy, and so when DeSantis said that about the prisons, Disney's answer here here was their answer to that. Well, here's what we are doing this year: we're going to host the largest gay, lesbian, transgender oh, worldwide God. event at Disney World. It's going to be a huge conference. It's going to be a week long. We're going to welcome all the trannies in the world to come on to Disney World. And in that's in Florida. And in California, we're going to have a big gay night. And and Mickey and Minnie are going to be dressed in trans clothes and in rainbow clothes and everything else. Well, i got to tell you, it's a very small percentage of the world who wants to see that crap. And you're right. They are affecting much more than just their own customer base. I haven't bought a Bud Light in I don't know how many years, but I'm pushing back against this whole thing because, you know what? Uh, it's, it, it's our way of doing it. Now we have an opportunity. Well, it's also it's so childish, you know, from yeah. the Disney perspective with the LGBTQ whatever the hell night. It's like, oh yeah, you don't like our gay kisses in our movies? Well, we're going to have a big gay night at Disney World, you know? Right. It's it's just so reactionary and childish, you know? I mean, I think this, the sad thing is that Disney used to be the safe place, right? Disney used to be the safe place. Disney movies, you could take your kid to a Disney movie. You could rent your kid a Disney TV show or watch one with. And you knew it was a safe place that was concerned about kids. Take them to the park, you know. I mean, it's it's all about kids. And, and to go in this completely opposite direction and take it into the sex stuff, is is again mystifying to me. I mean, I don't understand it. I don't understand the fact that we even have to have these freaking conversations. Well, I'll tell you, a part of part of that is that Disney forever was the greatest escapism, right? Yes. No matter if you watched a movie and you saw an older deer talking to a younger deer called Bambi, and that was total escapism with a message in that movie, or you went to the park and when you walked down Main Street, which I have done hundreds of times, when you walk down Main Street in Orlando, you totally slip into another world and you're just everything else is gone from your mind at that moment. The stock market is gone. The fighting in the street is gone from you. You know, all that stuff is gone from your mind at that moment. But what this administration at Disney World has done, or at Disney uh, all around, is they are taking that world of all that ugliness and muck that you used to go to Disney to escape, and they're inserting it right oh, into everything God. they yeah. do. See what I'm saying? Oh, they are. Yeah, they are absolutely. They are, and it's it's weird, <laughs> and it's it's not effect. People are not reacting no. well to it. No, I don't no. like it. I don't like it at all.
I don't either. All right, quick break. More wearing Rima coming up at Safe Showers. You know, a lot of times this is the time of year for Spring Home Fix It Up. And if you've thought about remodeling your bathroom, but the cost, the hassle, the time, and all that kind of stuff just doesn't sound like fun, I hear you. And so does Safe Showers and Chris and Joan Edelin. They hear you, too. That's why they can build your safe shower after they sit down with you and they design the whole thing. You want you know, certain bars in there, grab bars if you want those. You want seating. You want shelves. You want certain lighting. All those things. Then they come in, and whatever you have now, they take it out all the way down the studs. They put your safe shower in. It takes about a day and a half. There about, instead of three or four weeks if you did a bathroom remodel, right? A day and a half, you got a brand-new shower. It looks fantastic. You designed it. It's perfect. It's an actual shower, not an overlay. It's an actual deal, right? Beautiful. And right now, you can save $1,000 and get 12 months, no payment, no interest. So call today. Your free in-home design consultation from my friends over at Safe Showers, 210-655-1111. Cloudy today, a thunderstorm possible later on with a high about 82. Cloudy tomorrow, 87, and sunny on Saturday, 80. Right now, 71 KTSA. Good morning. Pretty much most all our major freeways. 550 KTSA and FM 1071. 822 Trey Ware, Sean Rima, KTSA. You know, I want to give voice. Speaking of Disney, I want to give voice to a frustrating uh, turn of events for a lot of folks who who have been watching a certain TV show, uh, which has entered its fourth season. And to kind of uh, uh, il- illustrate what we were talking about in the in the previous break, you know, go woke, go broke. Uh, one of the most successful television series in recent memory is The Mandalorian. Um, I'm not a big Star Wars fan because the last six movies really sucked. I mean, it's just, <laughs> you know, in fact, the first three movies basically sucked except for the first two, you know, basically. So, not a big fan, but for a lot of folks who weren't really a big, huge fans of some of the new product, they come out with a series three years ago uh, called The Mandalorian, right? about the time COVID kicked in. And it was a really great series. It made Star Wars cool again. It was a very well-written story uh, about a warrior cult, basically, uh, this warrior guy who's protecting this little Yoda critter. And it was a really cool show. It was a very cool show. Won some awards, kind of plot-wise wrapped itself or or took itself back into the original three movies, and, and everybody really enjoyed it. A couple of things happened, though, right around the time Disney started going woke. They had an actress who was prominent uh, in the first three seasons named Gina Carano. And uh, she also played sort of a mercenary. She was a big hero. She was kind of the sidekick of the main guy who was a hero. Uh, and they had a great chemistry on screen. But Gina Carano, unfortunately... Uh, is conservative and started posting some of her conservative views right around the time of the last election uh, and it felt that the election wasn't uh, uh, wasn't legitimate and stuff like that. Ticked off uh, the cast and crew of The Mandalorian because they're all extreme liberals, and they fired her. They just wrote her off the show. Poor, okay, you know, so she's gone. So a very popular character in a very popular TV series, they just... S camp uh-huh. because they didn't like her posts. <laughs> yep. The main guy, this guy Pedro Pascal, didn't like her. Yeah, so they wrote her off the show, and now they're they. St- the, but still, the series did well, and the third season kind of concluded with really. It was Mark Hamill came in; it was really kind of cool. Mm-hmm. So they get to the fourth season, which has been airing every Wednesday. In fact, it dropped last night. I think it's every Wednesday, and people are going crazy because 
they brought in a new female character who's kind of a real side character in the original series, and they've made her the focus of the entire show. And they've kind of pulled back the focus from the lead character who was a man. And most people are thinking, well, you can't have a series with a man at the center of it because that's toxic. So they're trying to bring in this. Uh, the, and the, so the show has really lost focus, and people are pissed off, and they're not watching it anymore. But again, it's just an, another example of how. And so I just wanted to say to all the Mandalorian fans out there, I'm with you. The show sucks, man. <laughs> we stopped watching it. You know, it's just not. It's not good. It doesn't make any sense. It's like they're rewriting the entire plot of yeah. the series right. just to accommodate the fact that it's now about this chick. Yeah. And it's stupid. It's bad writing. It's yeah. it's it's just a bad show. So, well, yeah, go woke, go broke. Woke sucks, man. You know, that's, that's most of television, and that's that's most yeah. of uh, of movies these days. Movies and television have all you know taken that tact. I I told you I gave up on uh, all of them a long time ago. Yeah, when they made the white uh, male. Uh, daddy head of household, <laughs> the mumbling, fumbling, stupid ass jerk in every television show He's and every movie. He's always the dumbass. Oh, yeah, He's totally. the dumbass. Every man. commercial. Uh, every yeah. television show, every sitcom, he's the one who can't figure out how to screw in a stupid light bulb. So, <laughs> so his black wife has to come in and show him how to screw in a <laughs> screw in a light bulb. You think I'm kidding, man? A, no, I've seen it. <laughs> I've seen it my own eyes. And so I'm like, come on, man, this is stupid. Anyway, out of everything that we have covered, and Don, stuff that you now, I'm I'm going to pull out the you're missing the big story of the day. Okay, because that's uh -oh. usually something that, that Ryman does, but I'm pulling right. it out. Okay, here here is here the anchor the anchor of of ill repute throughout Texas. He has the plaque to show it, and uh, just missed this whole story this morning. McDonald's fries, <laughs> McDonald's fries. We now know what makes them so great. It, we used to think it was sugar. We were told it was sugar that they put sugar in the vegetable oil when they did the McDonald's fries. No, that's not it at all. Maybe Don, maybe you missed the story on purpose because you didn't want to throw up. But uh, McDonald's fries are actually cooked in beef seasoned vegetable oil. <laughs> beef juice. You're drinking <laughs> cow, man. <laughs> you're, dr you're drinking cow butt, buddy. You're eating cow butt, man. Right. There's beef juice in the fries. Yeah, and so there's some pissed off vegans around here. <laughs> <laughs> it's that real must be pissed off they vegans. Were, they're just throwing up left and right. I've been eating those for years. God, oh, I've been no. sucking them up the back. I've been giving the, the burger to my hubby, and I've been eating the fries oh. out the bag, man. All right, so and there's beef juice in there. <laughs> Real quick, this is going to make us a little bit late to news. You good with no, this? I want to watch this. Okay. So. <laughs> <laughs> Go right ahead. Do you, the, do you have the sound, Jimmy? I can, can bring it can, up here. Can you pot it up? This is the SpaceX rocket. Here we go. Oh, yeah. Here we go. Oh, wow. I'm watching it. Here we go. Are here they going to do a countdown? Or? We don't know. We're like 20 seconds away, right? Yeah, it should Light be that candle. Yeah. Just a few seconds away. From you know what that looks like? I'm oh. sorry. What? What does it look like? Well, you know. A rocket? You know, yeah, yeah, he's taking us yeah. a dirty job again. Oh, oh, no, 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 no. A rocket with smoke Just coming saying, out of it. man. <laughs> and it's a beautiful day in Boca Chica, Texas. It's a gorgeous, it's a gorgeous <laughs> day Chico, in Boca Texas, Chica, Texas. Yeah. We're going to light it up in Boca Chica. 
that's happened before with Cheech and Chong. <laughs> uh, <laughs> but, but I was much younger, yeah. and, hey. and uh, we had a good time. They got lost on the way to Brownsville and we went did. up on the beach. We were know. on our way you know. to some... We, actually, it was Matamoros, and we yeah. got we took a little detour. But it was fun anyway, nonetheless. We had Excellent. a good time. So, oh, uh, you know, it's and it's it's it actually kind of looks like a bong on four twenty, doesn't it? Kinda that's what I was like saying. Yeah. yeah, it's got smoke, smoke coming out. Coming out. We'll think. Change that bong water every now and again. Well, um, we were hoping <laughs> it was What's supposed happening? to go up by now. Well, how many seconds now, Elaine? Because it was twenty seconds about four minutes ago. Yeah. Yeah. So it's supposed to be blasting off. What happened? Why isn't it blasting? I don't know. Huh. Okay, uh, we tried. The, uh, well, we'll hold on for yeah. a, hold on for a little. Let me make a phone call here to Elon. Hey, call Elon, see what's going call on. Call Elon, hold. you know him. Call him up, right, man. Say, hey, dude, dude. Hey, Elon, it's where? Oh yeah, yeah ask him if I can borrow ten thousand bucks too. What what what's going on? Uh, why isn't this thing blasting off? Huh? What? Oh. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I got you. Uh, he's got to tweet something. Hold on. Oh, okay. Right. Yeah. Uh, okay. Got to hold yeah. on while he's, he's tweeting something right now. Let me know when you're done. Uh-huh. Right, look at that thing. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. It's funny looking. There's no people on this, by the way. No, it's unmanned. This unmanned. Brian again here at the Hawthorne webcast desk. We're holding a T-minus 40 seconds. What we've heard so uh, far is we have a couple of issues we're working. Oh, come on. Uh, final pressurization was just a little bit uh, long. See. That's not unusual. We've held at T-minus 40 seconds before uh, to hey. pressurize. I know. That appears to have been resolved. At the same That's time on the second rocket. stage, they're yeah. working some final purging. You know. Uh, we should know very shortly I tell you if what. that is cleared. And let's just go ahead and let you do the news. Yeah, let's, let's carry on yeah. because I'm they're going clapping, to depressurize and do some purging. I bet you are. I'll, oh, I'll God. Be, I'll be All that coffee. More Warren Ryman coming up, KTSA. Hey, it's Sean, and I got some great news. Hey, and let's explain what's been going on with the Elon rocket here, because it did uh, blast off, and it got up to a certain height, and they were doing throttle up, throttle down, and all those kind of things, and it started to swerve back and forth, take kind of like an S pattern, start to spin a little bit, and then it exploded. Right. And when they went to the SpaceX headquarters of Boca Chica, uh, which is just a little bit south of here, just a tad. Well, and by yeah. the way, it's first rocket launch in Texas. Yeah. First yeah. one. Uh, you right. just saw it. Very first one. But it exploded, and they cut to inside the facility. Instead of everybody <laughs> walking around, like, scratching their heads and smoking another cigarette, and, oh, my God, what do we do? Houston, we have a problem. They were all cheering, and people are like, why are they cheering? The rocket just blew up. Because this was a test run, and right. anything beyond the, 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 the launch pad, you know, four four minutes into the right. thing, they anything, wanted to clear the tower. Basically, yeah. is what they were trying to do. <laughs> Any, anything, you know, two or three minutes into this deal, right. they were good with you. Yeah. You get me two minutes in, and that's what Elon Elon was sitting there. He was on television just a minute ago, and he was it's nodding. Funny watching, yeah, he looked happy. He's just sitting there, yeah. watching like he's watching TV. Yeah, he's just nodding his head, you know, talking to the guy, the engineers next to right. him. Because this, this rocket really was probably worked on by Elon himself, because he actually puts on a white lab coat and works on right. these rockets. So, yeah. and what was his biggest worry that it wouldn't make it off of the launch Correct. pad? Correct, and it did because it's huge. Well, yeah, and the idea is to have be, this thing is going to set up our our uh, human bases on the moon and on mm-hmm. Mars. So this right. is humans returning to to space. But this one here, the reason they cheered is this gate is Starbase, Texas. Of course it is, uh, but um, this one gave them an opportunity to note 
how they get it off the ground. That was the right. bottom line to this. Let's get it off the That's ground. That's the experiment. It's just yeah. to get it off the ground. It's Because yeah, you don't realize how huge this thing is yeah. until they show a wide shot. Right. And you see it in relationship to the terrain around it. Oh, it's stupid. It's like, it's like sending a building, a skyscraper, into yeah. the air. That's it's correct. that Basically. huge. Yeah. Didn't, yeah. yeah. Didn't it look different than other rocket launches? It, it is. It, it like the fuel Slow motion stuff looked yes. different. It was weird. Oh yeah, the fuel's different, and the, and the pattern of the fuel is completely different. And all, all when they showed it from the bottom, you mm-hmm. can see where they have thirty some rockets underneath there. Yeah, right. it was That's just right. fantastic to watch. So it is totally different. It's it's completely different than anywhere, anything we've ever seen yeah, or done yeah. or attempted. But again, that's Elon, right? Yeah. And so the the next shot they're showing Elon sitting there. He's on the phone with USAA to get them to cover this. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Did he, did he bundle? Yeah, he bundled. He did a bundle. He's, he's, he's bundling it all together, yeah. and he's he on the phone with USA. Hey, say, let me tell you about something that happened this morning. I, yeah. What, I, you, what I, can you do for me? It was ten ten billion dollars. Would you mind? Wow. <laughs> USAA. <laughs> and the agent's like, where is the vehicle now? Well, parts in the ocean. <laughs> yeah, sure. Some of it's in Mexico. That's right. It's all over. <laughs> it's all over the Western Hemisphere. Some of it may make it to Mars. <laughs> so there you go. So yeah. the swerving, yeah. uh, the S swerving, mm-hmm. and you, I mean, it was noticeable. You'll see. Oh, yeah, it. yeah. sure. Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, there it is again. There it is. Right there when it blows up. Going all over the place, yeah. but but they had gotten it to where they wanted to. Really, yeah. I mean, you know, everybody was thinking this is supposed to be in orbit and all that. No, this no, was, it was only supposed to go like over the Pacific and, yeah. and land in the water right. somewhere off Hawaii. Yeah, but so you know, I, I think this made it to I don't know, maybe Galveston. Yeah. <laughs> maybe it looked like okay. looked like it was leaving Oyster Bay. Swerving <laughs> yeah. Oyster Bay, like, like Rhyme leaving Oyster Bay. Yeah. Probably yeah. Right. probably needed to call an Uber. Yeah, probably. <laughs> but you know what's interesting though is that after. Seeing the the both of the space shuttle tragedies, you know, when you see something going up and it starts spinning like that, and something's obviously going wrong, don't you kind of have that cringe? Of course, oh, yeah. you know, well, every like, time. An immediate like sort of ingrained cringe that oh my god, you know, even though you know that this <laughs> is what's every time. supposed to happen. That is, that is part of what's ingrained in us now. Just like when we see right. airplanes get close to buildings, you're like, oh right. man, I've seen this movie. All right, quick break. More wear and rama coming up. KTSA. Did you know you can get your prescriptions for less at your local... It's as if the Biden administration and regime wake up every day and how can we make more Americans really mad? (laughs) Okay, here's one for you. This is how they do it. They got a new rule they've come up with. It starts May 1. For those who have good credit ratings, let's say in the 600s and above. Oh, yeah. Um, you now as a and this by the way is no law. They didn't go to Congress. They didn't get a law. They didn't did nope. Uh-uh. They just said this is the way it's going to be. So tough. Uh-uh-uh, if you don't like it, so here's what you got to do: if you uh, paid your down payment and you got your mortgage and you got a good credit score and you took care of business, you now have to pay extra per month on your mortgage to take care of people who don't have a good credit score who who can't afford the new high interest rates are that is a response uh to joe biden's high inflation you now get to cover their risky mortgage because hey it's all in the name of price support for people who have limited income and wealth and you who did it right and took care of your credit score and paid your own down payment now you get to do it for other people and if you change the definition to price support for people limited income and wealth 
that's the same thing as socialism and communism but if you change the name then now you got you know you can sell that you can't sell communism but that's what it is it's socialism and communism get <laughs> off my lawn that's how i react to that man get off my lawn i'm so i i heard this yesterday i'm so sick of this crap Okay, I'm one of those guys that has really good credit because I, I paid my bills on time for most of my adult life, right? Got a mortgage five years ago, you know, have refinanced a couple times to, to get to a payment we can afford to pay. And so we're doing it all right. Guys like me are doing it correctly, okay? I pay my monthly, my bills, I pay my mortgage. And now you're telling me, uh, based upon what argument, is it now my freaking responsibility yes. to make sure some other schmuck stays in his stupid yes. house that he can't afford to be in? Correct. Or gets in it in the first place. He can't afford to get in in the first place. Right. So you're going to help him get there, which is going to cause another housing bubble, which is exactly what happened in 2008. Yes. I knew people back then who were young people, younger than me at the time, who were getting into these massive houses, uh -huh. these mansions, yeah. on these really cheap mortgages. And I'm like, there's no way. You know, I knew a guy who worked with at a web station, right? <laughs> he works one day a week, signed a mortgage in one of these neighborhoods with these new houses. I'm like, that guy is never going to be able to make that mortgage. Yeah, that's what point. happened. And that's exactly what happened. That's what happened. And yeah. they're setting us up to do it again, sure man. Create another housing this, bubble. There's a reason I waited till I was, you know, almost 55 to buy a house, you know? Right. <laughs> well, here's the deal. And once again, and this is how it works, from, from each to each, right? That's the whole communism right. um, uh, mantra. <clears throat> this is... David Van Camp and I were having this conversation yesterday back in the coffee room. The, the communists out there in this country that are doing a full-on takeover, and I know this sounds like so 1950-ish, you see a communist under every rock, but the, the fact of the matter is, and this is what Van Camp and I were talking about, they're now in the open about it. They're not even trying to hide it anymore. You don't have to Joe McCarthy them. They're out in the open doing it, and that's exactly right. what this is. This is your, your basic socialism, which ends up being communism, where they take from the producers and they give to those who won't not the not those who can't they give to those who just choose not to who who run up huge credit card bills who screw up their credit rating and now you who did everything right and me too who did everything right my credit score is phenomenal i don't know a, i don't know nobody and so now they want to take from us and give it to the people who screw up everything that's just absolutely yeah. asinine another reason yeah, i hate it, joe biden well, it is, and I'm I'm at that cantankerous stage in life where you know I look around me and everything I have I have because I busted my ass for it, right? And and, and I take that stuff personally now, and that's why that's why my opening you know salvo was get off my lawn. I'm that guy, and, and there's that the, the, you and I have no choice in this. But the thing is, you're right. They don't care that you and I know about this. They they don't that this whether it's how the media reports stuff. Whether it's uh, you know the uh, press secretary outright outright lying, whether it's crap like this, no, they really the people that see through this and know what's going on, they absolutely don't care if you know or or don't. They only care that the morons they want to vote them into power and continue to vote them into power believe it. That's all they care. Hey, we're gonna get you. We're gonna get your mortgage for you. We're gonna get that taken care of for you. That's all they care about. It's it. That's it, and they don't care that people like you and I and everybody else and Dave Van Camp are well aware of what's going on because they know that we're not going to vote for them anyway. Well, I think what's, so. Who cares what we think? I think what's going to be and very interesting about it. for for now, as of how we sit here right now, 
Americans have gone through 24 straight months of having their salary cut. Now, what do I mean by that? Uh, you have seen this incredible inflation that's been going on, and wages have not kept up with the, uh, the, the, the rate of inflation. So now you, everybody in America, on average, is down about $8,000 a year. So if you were making uh, $50,000 as your salary, you're now at 42000 and Joe Biden wants to come to you and is coming to you on May 1, and he's telling you now because you did everything right. He's already taken eight grand out of your pocket. Right. Now he's going to take more monthly out of your pocket to give to meatheads who won't do anything. And between that and the, the, right, the, the gas prices, Sean, are up another 25 cents this week alone because of his malfeasance and how he has handled gas and oil and our energy independence, and he refuses to drill, baby, drill. When you've got this going on for the next several months, inflation's going to increase going into the 2024 election. That is my hope, is that more and more people whether they are conservatives like you and me or numb nuts who are liberals, they wake up and they go, you know what, a head of lettuce is $47? I don't think yeah. so, you know? Well, you got to kill the middle class if you're going to you know, uh, be successful in your revolution, and that's what they're about, because that's, that's what this stuff does. It, it just kills the middle class, and, uh, and that's what they're about. They could, talk the, they could talk about the middle class, how much they adore the middle class, they want to help the middle class. That, that's all pandering. They don't mean it because look at their actions. Okay, if you're taking money from a guy like me, and I would say I'm pretty solid in, in the middle class, okay, and you're making my life harder, well, I'm going to buy less stuff. I'm going to put less money into the economy. And the whole thing trickles down, and the people who ultimately lose their jobs, whatever you know, uh, low-level job they have at the bottom of the economic scale, they're the ones who ultimately suffer the most from this kind of crap, even though at the front end of it, it sounds like you're doing something for them. You're really not. You're, you're really not doing anything for somebody who can't afford to be in a house by helping them stay in that house by artificially taking money from people like me and passing it over to them. And what you're do just I, setting up a house of cards. And That's what all do you're I doing. always say about that? They just they they just don't care. They're they're no, just they rolling on through, baby. They're getting it all while they can. We will remember in November. All right. So I gotta go. I'm gonna get out of here. Very cool. Very cool. I'll see you tomorrow. All right. Five o'clock tomorrow morning. I love you, San Antonio. Bye.